Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Deadline's new Hollywood podcast. My name is Dino Ray Ramos. This week, we have Waves star Kelvin Harrison Jr., an incredible up-and-coming young actor. We have a lovely conversation with him. This continues kind of our little series of Waves podcast episode, because last week we had Renee Elise Goldsberry, who's co-stars with Kelvin in Waves because it's making waves. I don't know. I, I, I'm terrible at these water waves puns. Anyways, Kelvin also stars in Loose, which was he was nominated for an Indie Spirit Award. So congratulations on that. Again, he is an awesome conversation. We have a good time chatting with him. So without further ado, here is Kelvin Harrison Jr., Hello, Kelvin. Welcome. Kelvin Harrison Jr. <laughs> Welcome to Deadline's New Hall. Are you, is, are you okay? <laughs> Do you feel better? Do you feel better now? Welcome, though, to Deadline's New Hollywood podcast. Thank you for being here. Fresh yeah, off man. of the no- film independent. Oh, my in God. Congratulations. Award. Yes. Uh, you got an Indie Spirit nomination. Oh, Congrats. Nice. Yes. Hey. How's it? <laughs> I know, but wait. For, so, how is it? How is this whole like? How did it feel when you heard the news? I was so. I was stoked. <laughs> Honestly, I just woke. I was like, I was like, I'm not gonna get nominated. It's whatever. Really? Like, whatever. I was like, I thought it was like the movie we wanted to like it's gonna be great. And I was doing an interview. I was talking to like somebody from New Orleans. We were talking about seafood, and I was happy. <laughs> yeah, and then I was just selling my food. I was happy. <laughs> we'll talk about that too. And then, um, <laughs> we'll talk about food. We'll talk about food. But then I was stoked, man. You know, yeah. It's, it's cool. I mean, it's cool. I was, I'm surprised it was for Loose, too. And I'm just, I'm grateful. Because yeah, you had, like, options. Like, you had, like, five movies out this this year. There was, like, a lot of options. off for a yeah. while. And so I was shocked when it resurfaced. And then, but then Waves got a, a, a shout out to Taylor. Taylor Russell. Taylor was, was yes. nominated. You know, so. We were just talking about this in the elevator. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I missed it. Um, but yeah, like, just, I mean, obviously, like, you, you, you've, you've been in five movies for the past 
like each year you've been in like five You're movies, working. right? Like I, I always like I used to always heard you as an MVP of of festivals because every time yes. we, we always see you like with like two or three different films. Um, but like when did when did because your parents are musicians or your dad mm-hmm. is a musician? Yeah, I remember. My, yeah. my when mom's did, a jazz vocalist. And and you also you also you play dabble. instruments you or something, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, but when did when did sort of acting come into play? Like when did you get when did you when did you get bit by that um, with acting bug? Well, I was always like interested in doing it, and so like I, I, I but I didn't really know what it was mm-hmm. so like i did like a couple musicals at in school in high school and then this guy he went to our new friend will will he's like i'm gonna audition for this movie called ender's game and <laughs> okay ender's game and then i was like okay i'm gonna audition for this movie ender's game too so since you're doing it i'm gonna do it and um we what happened was like they made us audition with sides mm-hmm. and like we, we had to like do a proper like tape or whatever and then they were like well maybe you should come and read for this like one line so then i went in and i ended up meeting like the director and all these mm. people and then they were like oh you got this one line and then I show up to set and then like I, ended, I didn't end up really doing it <laughs> but the way the, the movie worked goes, yeah. was like everyone that was a part of those like armies I guess that the kids were in mm-hmm, had to mm-hmm. be there the whole time mm. so we were there for like four months <laughs> and <laughs> no. so you met all these like people like Serbian Kingsley was like next to the, in the mm-hmm. urinal in the mm-hmm. bathroom mm-hmm. oh good <laughs> and I was like oh sir as you do <laughs> <laughs> alright Harrison like, Ford's hey, there <laughs> yeah. and um I remember one day I, I, I passed um uh Viola Davis and she was oh, uh, right. yeah, she was she like was look there. at that beautiful black boy <laughs> and I was like well if I really want to do this seriously what should I do she's like we'll take a class so then lo and behold next thing you know me and Will suddenly decided to roll into a class and that's <laughs> I did that for about a couple of years and mm. and I was like oh I understand the importance and the beautiful craft of acting. <laughs> yeah, I heard I heard that you were cuz I always like he's always in so many films I each know. year but I heard you were you're really good at auditioning. Oh. Do people do Oh, people I love talk, that. Too. Yeah. <laughs> no, people I've heard we, like that, that's how you get cast. School. Yeah, like, and I think I just heard this recently. I think maybe it was yesterday. We were, ta- we were, ta- we were, were talking. Were we talking? About, talking? Like, I like Kelvin yesterday. Yes, he did at the holiday <laughs> party. At the, holi- at, the, at the Warner Brothers TV yeah, holiday party. But I remember somebody was like, yeah, he gets all these Roles because he's really good at auditioning. Oh, I love. So have you has, you, has anybody <laughs> ever heard? Has anybody ever told you that? No, but I don't go. In I was going to ask you if you like you know like what's the secret? If, yeah. if but I guess oh, don't the, go in the room. <laughs> the Hollywood buzz. Yeah, Elvin is really good at auditioning. <laughs> <laughs> I cheat the system. Oh shit! I tape everything. Okay. And then I have control over it. Yeah, and then I, that's smart. So even if I like go into the room eventually, I'll tape it first. Okay. And okay. Submit it and say if you like me, then I'll come <laughs> oh, in. Oh shit. <laughs> Yeah. Don't so, waste my so, time. So, so, even, <laughs> so even if they don't give you the option to tape, you still tape. Yes. Because okay. I would say I'm unavailable. Okay. <laughs> I can say, even if it's like down the street, you're like, oh, yep, I'm out of town. I'm unavailable. I'm sick. <laughs> you don't want that. Well, well there you go. Like, there I'm you out go. of town. So I, I have strep. Right. <laughs> I don't want to deal with this traffic. Well, there you I'm go, guys. <laughs> but um, but who were some of the people that you looked up to? Or who you, you look up to now? Um, like I guess it was like... It's strangely enough, it's like Tilda Swinton, and I, I remember watching. That's really, an interesting. Well, interesting. not interesting, but of course I could see why. But, but yeah. I just loved like I remember I got obsessed with Lynn Ramsey because of, we need to talk about Kevin. Mm-hmm. And, and oh so, God, that movie! Yeah, and so it just started getting into like weird movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I, I love, I obviously love Viola. Um, I love Octavia. Um, I love um, who else do I love? I love Joaquin Phoenix. I, mm. I don't know a lot of those just random. I mean, not random. They're not random at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I like everybody. Mm. I think I'm I'm still learning and I'm still like really starting to understand like what film is and what mm-hmm, film is and mm-hmm. like the actors that I love. So 
Kate Blanchett, I love as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. Anyway, do you have do you have a certain person that you would like to like model your or have the same type of career that they do or? Um, your, I used to friend? always say like Chiwetel Ejiofor mm. um, okay. or Jeffrey Wright. Mm. Um, I always liked the idea that they were so transformative, but they were so low key about it. They yeah. weren't like necessarily. I never wanted That's to be point. like that a, is a good movie point. star mm-hmm, per se, mm-hmm. but I wanted to be a proper actor. Mm-hmm. And if they be, if that was what happened, like you know, they are movie stars now. I guess mm-hmm. oh, that's so right. That is like true. Jeffrey Wright and Chiwetel. They they There's, could like navigate. Mm-hmm. The, like, they could, you could do Doctor Strange. Yes. Yeah, and, and still then you could do Twelve Years a Slave. Right, or like Maleficent now. <laughs> exactly. Random, but, you know. And then when you see him, it's like they're so like they're just so mellow and cool. Mm-hmm. Like you just they don't give you that like I'm you know obviously they're super big stars, but they don't give you that like vibe. That right, you can't right. talk to me or it's you can't like touch me. It's not like Will Smith walking yeah, to a room. Like you kind of like, go, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, talk about landing like your first big role. Like, do you remember the 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 moment that you got something like, and how, something. yeah? And was that Ender's Game? What did, what did you consider Ender's Game? That was well, like, that wasn't. That it was like not, it wasn't like a big role. Yeah, but I was it was a big movie. Was yeah. it, would you yes. say that um, it was Trey's Trey's movie that was Trey's your first movie. big movie? Well, okay, uh, it comes. Uh, it com- it, yeah, it comes at night. Yeah, I remember. Night. I was like, oh, it comes at. <laughs> it <laughs> comes at noon. <laughs> it comes at the dawn. Yeah, so I was uh, I was. I just I moved to LA and I was like testing for a bunch of stuff and I was like, man, I got close on Famous in Love, <laughs> and I was so excited and I was like, man, I just tested with Bella Thorne, like, oh, oh shit, like I'm really about to pop off, like Mama, you don't even know, like I'm a star, <laughs> and then <laughs> I didn't get it, I was yeah. devastated. Mm. And <laughs> hindsight is twenty twenty twenty. Okay, and, okay. <laughs> but yeah, keep going. And, uh, and then I, I, I started. I was like, I, I ran out of money, and I remember I was gonna go back home, and I had like a couple more jobs lined up mm-hmm. in New Orleans that my local agent booked. So I was gonna do Shots Fired, mm-hmm. and then I was gonna do a small part in Mudbound, and I got to go to Budapest. And I was like, okay, that's fantastic. Yeah. I was like, I know Ellie didn't work out, but I'm still getting really cool jobs, and I get to day play on these really beautiful films. So I, my last tape, I packed my suitcase, mm-hmm. I got these sides for Trey's movie, and it was like uh, that scene in the kitchen. And it was like a redhead mm. girl, and they talked about cupcakes and cookies. I was like, "This is weird, but whatever." <laughs> and I taped it, I threw it down, and I left it, and I went home. I went to Budapest, and I was we were I was hanging out, and I remember um, I was I was we were just going out one night celebrating with D and everyone, and, and, and suddenly I got a call. I could barely get like two bars on my mm-hmm, signal, mm-hmm. and they were like, "You got this job," and I was like, "I knew I didn't get it because I, I couldn't I couldn't I, I was so scared I didn't cry." In mm-hmm. the scene. And I was like, it's a rap because it was like a dog emotional scene. And so, and then I, I remember hitting the floor in Budapest, and everyone was so like concerned. They're like, what happened? And I was literally on my knees, just like it was such a, it was so oh, dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, my life changed. <laughs> I'm a lead in a movie with Joe Legendton. Wow. <laughs> wait, uh, wait, Mudbound filmed in Budapest? Yeah, yeah, we filmed all the war stuff there. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I was like, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're like, we pondered yeah. on that for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, so like when you were audi- when you first were auditioning for 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 roles, uh, what kind of roles were you going out for? And when you are choosing your characters and roles, how cognizant are you when it comes to you know representation and uh, authenticity? 
Well, like when I first started it, in the southeast, I think the the types of roles that were being brought down there because of the the location mm-hmm. were all slavery pictures. Mm-hmm. And so I make a joke yeah. that I was like, hey, you know, I could be in the Guinness World Book of Records. <laughs> yeah. I did more slavery pictures than anyone else. <laughs> yeah. I did yeah. Roots. I yeah. did Birth of a Nation, Birth of Nation Underground, Underground, Twelve Years a Slave. Uh, you know, I, I, that was it. I was yeah. like, after that, I think I had enough. I really understand <laughs> like, where I came from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just one more. <laughs> Oh, that's why. I would, anyway, it's a different story. <laughs> but um, I, 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 that wasn't intentional. But I learned so much through that process yeah. about you know my history and where and who I was, and, and I thought that was so important to kind of into that next chapter. So as I was choosing these next batch of roles, like Monster, Monsters and Men, mm. Loose, even Waves to an extent. It was. It had. It had the. I was informed, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I was informed on what that what these boys were going through, understanding the the progression that the parents had made and what they had seen, and the the baggage that we were carrying mm-hmm. in in the in the setting and the tone of the script. So I was trying to exp- to really ha- to, to to broaden the spectrum of what we looked like as young people okay. and how we experienced the world, but. I think all those roles that I didn't intentionally try to get had a purpose yeah, in, my, right. in my present. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you mentioned, you know, all these movies. You've been, you mentioned Monsters and Men, Mudbound, uh, Comes at Night. You're also in Jin, uh, Assassination Nation. But as you went on along in your career, uh, how did the, the choices that you made uh, in terms of, like, um, roles uh, inform what kind of actor you wanted to be? Um, I just That's a tough I, question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've I've never really thought about in terms of like the type of act. I mean, I, I guess I have. I, I think I have a really great team, and the things that I like to watch are the things that I want to to do. So mm-hmm. if I'm, I think. 2017 was like a big year for me mm-hmm. in terms of like me un- like understanding like t- what, what movies I liked and so then I was like watching a lot of David O. Russell movies so I was yeah. like looking for a lot of character pieces mm-hmm. or I was looking for like I remember Fruitvale came out and that was like the first time in my adult life where I cried in a movie mm-hmm. and I was wow. so just like moved by like Michael B and like how he spoke about the movie and Octavia mm-hmm. and then you know you know there's stuff like Fences and it, that came out and just being introduced to August Wilson mm-hmm. through stuff like that mm-hmm. so I, don't, I think as I started choosing, I was like, what, what, what story are we telling? Are you challenging how I see the world? Are you challenging how I see myself? And ultimately, if the role does that for me, then I'm sure it will do that for someone else. Oh. Maybe not everyone else, but yeah, yeah, yeah. someone else. And yeah, that's yeah. all I can control. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't overthink it. I just, I just have to, it has to be like a, it's like a spiritual connection mm-hmm. to it or not. Yeah. Whoa. Well, well, that was the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to talk, talk about Waves because yes, that movie was a, it was a journey. It, it was, is. I was literally in my seat, like I couldn't stay still. It was, it, it was an, an emotional journey. Um, you were you originally supposed to play the boyfriend? Was that true? Well, he told me I could play whatever part I wanted. Okay, like, okay, and like, you wanted to play the sign. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, when I interviewed, I interviewed Sterling yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for our magazine, and he was telling me about the kind of the process, and uh, yeah, he said, I think, yeah, this, you wanted, you had the choice between this and mm-hmm. your boyfriend. So, but why, why, that, that, that role is so deep and dark and emotional. <laughs> I didn't know. No, it was no, no, be no like but all seriously. Oh, you did. Oh, you didn't know. No, okay, okay. Because he told me what he came at me with. He was like, <laughs> when he came at me, with. <laughs> he came at me with this role. He came at me, bro. Okay, what did, what did he? What did he say? <laughs> 
<laughs> what did he say initially? He was like, um, he's like the two parts. He was like, there's the the brother in the first half that's a wrestler, and mm-hmm. there's the boyfriend in the second half. He was like, which part would you be interested in? And I was like, you didn't tell me a lot. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, like so tell me more. And he was like, well, I don't have a lot yet. <laughs> and he was like, just like I said, well, give me the more challenging part, Trey. Mm, okay. I was like, because we're friends at this point, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. Can, I can talk to him. Like that. <laughs> um, and so he was like, uh, he was like, well, you couldn't chop wood in my first movie, so what makes you think you can wrestle in this movie? He was like, so if anything, Damn. that's the more challenging role. I was like, that's that's shade. So you couldn't <laughs> chop wood. Shade. Like, I really could. <laughs> so I, I said, give me that part. And yeah. So from there, it became like these conversations mm. for about eight months, um, texting and calling each other and mm-hmm. being like, well, he was like, tell me about this part of your experience. He's like, I'm going to tailor the role for you. Mm-hmm. And so I told him stories about my dad. I told him stories about my grandfather. I told mm-hmm. him stories about my sisters, my mom, about my romantic relationships. I told him about everything. And he told me stuff about him. And mm-hmm. so we kind of found these parallels between our lives that, you know, worked for the character. That is so interesting. And, mm-hmm. and you know, it, it became whatever Tyler is. Yeah, that is so interesting. So you basically, you formed the character, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he... he well, he, yeah, yeah, he wrote it, but I'm just... It, uh, that's yeah. really interesting. So he so whenever he, so he, whenever he approached you about it, he didn't know what the story was going to be? He had an idea. Okay. Um, I don't... I think he knew it was going to be two parts. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. knew... I think he knew how he wanted to tell. I think he knew he wanted to tell a story about his relationship with his father. Mm-hmm. I think he knew he wanted mm-hmm. to talk about his injury, which mm-hmm. wrestling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I think he wanted to tell the story about him and his relationship with his girlfriend. Okay. And, and her journey um, um, overcoming the things she had to overcome. So yeah. I think he, he understood. He had the ideas. Yeah. But he was still trying to figure out how to piece it all together. So when you got that final script, though, and mm-hmm. you saw everything that was going to happen with your character story, what were your what were some of your thoughts? I was like, well, uh, <laughs> well, I gotta do this. Yeah. <laughs> well, I said I promise. Yeah, because one thing that I will say, because I've, I've been talking to a lot of people about this, and a lot of people, it's it's, it's a hard watch because it's like you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't, tough. a lot of people don't want to see that side of a black a black mm-hmm. story, mm-hmm. you know. Exactly. So, so I, I'm just curious, like, what you thought whenever you first when you read the whole thing in completion. I I read it out loud and. I was honestly, you get wrapped. The, the script can the script can be distracting. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's a beautiful script, but because it has the music and right. because it has these colors and fonts, you kind of go on the the, the visual ride of oh. what a Trevor Schultz film would look like. So you almost don't completely. What was beautiful about reading it was like I I I didn't look at the boy and put race on him immediately mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I always looked at him and was like if I'm playing this part I'm gonna look at how I look at myself and mm-hmm. when I look in the mirror every day I just see Kelvin right right and I and I and I also knew Trey and so when I look at Trey I see Trey mm-hmm. so it was I I, I I I when that moment came I was like we're gonna have to have a talk mm-hmm. we're gonna have yeah, to figure yeah, this out yeah but I'm not afraid because I know I have I have family that yeah. have gone through substance right. abuse. Right. I have family that are imperfect. I right. know I'm not exactly. perfect. Yeah. We're all flawed. We all contradict ourselves. We're all so beautiful and we're all complex and right. we all have passion and we all have you know, we all have this this chip on our shoulder. Right, so right. what makes me any different from Trey Trey? Exactly. Nothing. I just have a job to do and a responsibility to make sure I tell this story truthfully, honestly, and that you recognize his humanity. Yeah. And so I was excited to go for the risk. Mm-hmm. I was excited to mm-hmm. to challenge anyone that wanted to watch this movie and wanted to put that boy in the box and say, right. I can't. I just can't. Right. And if I did that, then I feel like I did my job. Yeah. yeah. I think it was done in such like a nuanced way where it wasn't like I thought it was just done beautifully. Yeah, no, I it was it was like two movies in one and I yeah. thought it was super creative. It kind of, yeah, it kind of reminded me when I was watching it, um, 
a place beyond the pines, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there, because there's a shift in the protagonist, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, that's unexpected, and that's what I saw that as. It was almost, you know, it, 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 it shifted the journey, but from a different, per- like from a different person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who's? Did he always have blonde hair? I don't know. That's a <laughs> no, I mean, it's no, a, it's, it's a, yeah. It's it was an interesting choice. choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's a choice. It's yeah. a choice. It's a, it is a choice. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. but uh, the. That kind of physical attribute, was that written in the script? Was that, I mean, there's something behind that blonde Did hair. Did you have blonde yeah. hair at one point? Yeah. Did no. you? <laughs> I was Honestly, say, I it's very Cisco. I would never. But um, it was Cisco. Yeah, it did it take <laughs> me back to the Don song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was like, oh, that, that's a, there's something about that, uh, about almost kind of like this assimilation, almost mm. this, this, Mm-hmm. Character mm-hmm. choice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We so we were. I mean, this is the ridiculous. Every story with Trey is kind of silly. We were in Target, <laughs> mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and we were just like shopping around for for like board games. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. <laughs> as you do, as you do. Target, <laughs> yeah. Movie about race. <laughs> um, and he was like, "Well, I just want you to look different than you normally look in any oh, other okay. movie." And I was like, "Okay, cool. Let's talk about it." And he was like, "Well, what do you think about OBJ?" And I was like, mm-hmm. "Well, I mean, we went to high school with Odell, mm-hmm. so we grew mm-hmm. up with him." Oh, so really? It was like oh, weird. Wow. It was. Weird to, oh my God, I was like, we're so not going to do that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I did, what we wanted to unpack was why did Odell decide to stick yeah. with those blonde tips for that long? Yeah. It became his signature. He got ridiculed so much yeah. for it. Yeah. But what was he trying to say? Yeah. And Odell's always been trying to break those boundaries and, mm. and ideas of what, you know, black masculinity is. Mm. He's like, I can express myself how yeah. I choose. And it, I, I mean, he took a lot of L's. <laughs> <in the process. laughs> but at the same time, it, it, it had a big statement. And I think we see Frank doing that. We see, you know, Pharrell did the whole GQ New Masculinity right, cover. Right. We see, you know... What's his this... name? ASAP tries to do it. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, and we see kids walking around every day. And I think the idea with Tyler was that he wanted to have an identity of his own outside of his family. Mm. Oh. And when you live under this, like, this really, pro- like, slightly progressive but still traditional mm-hmm. black home mm-hmm, where, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to church every Sunday and he's still, you know, still be like, work out and be a man. Right, you know what I mean? There's right. still a lot of traditional values in there. Yeah. This kid is trying to, br- to do his own he's, thing. Yeah. And he's kind of rebelling in a sense and he's trying to stand out so we 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 were interested in just kind of like letting him have that moment that what if his parents gave him that space to do that Mm -hmm. what does that mean for him and what does that what does that say about his um his 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 one gift to to, to have a piece of himself right Mm. exactly that is and that is that is so relatable like you you want to please i mean you especially when when you're in a type of family who is they're very like your mom your mom is a doctor in in Mm -hmm. in the in the movie you know it's like you you want to please them but you also want to have your own identity so yeah that 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 is so much sense because it's like when i was in high school and Mm -hmm. i dyed my hair oh you did i dyed my hair like every week wow was trash. What No, because it's hard for, uh, it's hard especially for if it's dark hair, and you want to do it a yeah, lot. Yeah, 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 it's hard. Yeah, because yeah. I would, you have to dye blonde first. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. And then like, on top of it, but and it was a form of rebellion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> or even like one time because my hair is. It, it, you should it, bring it's, pictures. It's curly I want to see and this. It's frizzy when it's not, you know, it, you like this. Yeah, this is like, yeah. But I tried to straighten my hair. 
<laughs> oh no, my cousin permed his hair because yeah. he wanted to have yeah. A reverse perm? Uh, a reverse perm? Well, you, no, no, no. So for black hair, if you perm it, it gets straight. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so I try to do it, and my hair is just whatever. But no, you're right. It's like it is this weird, and I got in trouble when I dyed <laughs> my hair. Yeah. My, my, my dad was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah. 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 And was just like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. yeah. So yeah. And I barely dyed it. It was like a light. I was gonna brown. say, what color could you have dyed your hair? It was a and light not, brown. Okay. And my sister's all Dino dyed his hair. <laughs> and I was all, well, bitch, I got a tattoo. <laughs> wow. And then she got in trouble and got in a big fight. That's our way. <laughs> You're so oh, ridiculous. Um, <laughs> bitch, bitch, got a tattoo. <laughs> um, this oh was last gosh. week. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I can't with you. I can't. <laughs> um, there you go. Um, I just want to, I'm just curious because like loose and waves are super, like they're heavy on the emotion. Oh my God, and you did those so back heavy. to back. So for, first of all, are you, are you emotionally drained? Like do you still have, <laughs> do you still have anything to give right now? Yeah. And like, Jokes aside, jokes aside, how do you sort of recover from, from these types of roles? I didn't at okay. first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what happened was I, I finished Waves and I had a week and I had to, we had to go to Toronto mm -hmm. to do JT Leroy and all that and Monsters yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. And then I had left there and I started work on Godfather of Harlem. Oh, God. So then okay. I was in the 60s, mm -hmm. I was playing guitar, I was in the studio, and it was just kind of like, I was just, I was like depleted. Mm -hmm. I, everything out of me was gone, and I was a zombie on yeah. that show. So don't, <laughs> like don't judge me if you watch it. <laughs> but no, it's, you're, I mean, you're it, getting good, good reviews, so. But, you know, you it was... It was, a, it was a process, and mm -hmm. I, I think what I learned from the movie, it wasn't until I saw Waves where I was able to go, oh, wow, I, ha I should give myself permission to just be in process, mm -hmm. and like, I don't have to know what, I don't have to be realized or come to terms with my emotions mm -hmm. or my insecurities or this thing, all these things I unpacked right. today. Right. I, tomorrow, there's the next week, there's, there's years from now. Okay. It's a process. So um, I started taking like breathwork classes, and mm. like I... I got a therapist afterwards, and it was just I was doing a lot of oh. self work because yeah. I started realizing like I, I can't share a light with anybody right. else or do any of this work until I start to work on me, and I was neglecting myself, yeah. and um, that was the beauty. I mean, that was the gift the film gave to me. Yeah. But um, Ooh, I'm still tired, yeah. so I started. I, I <laughs> well, did a rom com. I love hearing that from but a black like, man, though. <laughs> like I'm, I have a therapist, I'm doing breath work. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah that's good. That's so good because you don't really hear that that much. Like, and and I watch Loose and Waves fairly close to each other mm -hmm. and I was just drained mm -hmm. and that week I was all I just want to go to bed <laughs> right <laughs> I just don't want to deal with anything right now. It, that, that was some heavy shit yeah. oh yeah and you you are on Godfather of Harlem yeah 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 because yeah, yeah. I, I, I with Nini Yang Bon Jovi yeah. and oh it was a joke but anyways and Forrest and, and all yeah. those people but yeah so you know you, you kind of touched on this before but you know what kind of responsibility do you think you have as an actor and a storyteller for the community, for the black community, or just for any marginalized community, and how and how do you hope to use your platform to kind of you know advocate and let the ladder down, so to speak, to other people who you know kind of want to follow in your footsteps, or just or just you know for representation, mm -hmm. for authenticity, and you know what you want to do with your platform. I think ultimately, you know, I I, talk, I think about this a lot because when I first started, I felt a, a big pressure because I was just like, you know, I remember one of these producers told me, he was like, you're, you're really young, you're one of the youngest, you know, black guys to be leading the movie mm -hmm, right now. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, what? <laughs> and I was like, I didn't ask for that. Mm -hmm. and, I, yeah. and it started to kind of get into the whole loose conversation. It was like, I didn't. I didn't ask for this this, right. this 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 responsibility. Yeah. I'm just wanting to to grow up 
and take all the blessings that y'all decided to give me <laughs> from the sacrifices you made and just do the best work I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're in that moment, you, you have to, you do, you are mindful and you are trying to cultivate a, a space where artists and, and filmmakers understand that we are, as young people, we're intelligent. Mm-hmm. And as black people, we are also intelligent mm-hmm. and we're, we're vulnerable. And we, 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 we need you to, to support us and to listen to us and yeah. understand us. So in every job that I take, I feel like it, it's an opportunity to, to, to collaborate in a, in, a, in, a really, in a way that normally we wouldn't. So mm-hmm. I kind of I force it. Mm-hmm. I, that's why I like, I'm like, I'm not going to go in the room. <laughs> you know what I mean? I kind of finesse the situation <laughs> right, a little right, bit. Right. So then you have to get to know me yeah. if you want me to be a part of the project. Right. And I mean, who am I to do that? But I feel like... But who are you not to do that? Who am I not to yeah. do that, too? Because at the end of the day, it's like you're telling stories about our youth. You're telling stories about us in this moment, mm-hmm. in 2019, in this generation. And I, I, I want you to, 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 to... You have to understand me in order to be able to, to tell a story about any of us. Right. Um, first and foremost, because that's a lesson we all kind of need to learn. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I don't know. I don't. I, I try not to take on. A, I'm trying not to, to take a, as a burden the responsibility, mm-hmm. but I try to be honest and I try to do things that I feel like are, are cultivating a healthy experience in my own life. Mm-hmm. And I think it would it, it would spread out and manifest right. this way right. everywhere else. Right. Because, yeah, I, yeah. You know, I think also you know a, a popular thing we talk about on this podcast, especially with people of color and queer community and everyone, is about how a lot of us have this constant thing of imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. and um i'm always curious in how people deal with that because it's like even when we had divine uh from Mm -hmm. uh, um, dolomite Dolomite, Mm -hmm. she's a freaking tony nominee and then she was she was like doubting her she was like why am i here yeah oh wow yeah it's like she's like fucking amazing right yeah but like how do you deal with it's this it is the kind of this chronic you know illness right. I guess you would say or yeah. condition like that do you a lot of do people... you look at like do you look because you've worked with like some really big yeah. names like Naomi Watts like we said Octavia Spencer Joel um Edger, like you do you ever feel like like why am I here yeah. like how are like and how do you deal yeah. with that I mean every time yeah yeah how do you navigate yeah. that and make you know tell yourself you earned this and yeah you deserve this I don't ever get to that point really <laughs> <but> I, <laughs> I, 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 I go in and I kind of go well if I am here and they want me to be here, then I have a job to right. do. Mm-hmm. And so it, it comes back to like and Naomi and Octavia and you know everyone that I've worked with, Sterling K. Brown, Renee Lee Goldsberry, they're gonna come in, they're gonna do their jobs, right. and they're gonna do the work. And they're gonna expect me to come in and do the same thing. Okay. So it, it, I have to like that, it becomes like a little bit narcissistic to mm-hmm. constantly worry about whether or not, you know, uh, should I be here? Should I not be here? Do mm-hmm. I deserve to be mm-hmm. here? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we're telling a story, and everybody's getting paid we to do it. Yeah, and yeah, we have we responsibility. Do your job right. and make sure that they feel safe enough to that they can do this with you again. And mm-hmm. So after the after the movie's done, then I can go cry to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> but until then, you until know, then, next workday is there. There's 17 pages of dialogue. Right, right. You know you what you're it, doing. Yeah, yeah. you're right. You <laughs> we don't have time for you. We don't have time for your feelings. But that's true, though. That's true. I think a lot of people like forget that like you you have a job to do and you just have to do it and like there's no time to be exactly save your existential crisis until after, <laughs> right, after the movie right. you need to talk to right. the therapist about exactly. it okay exactly. good get a therapist that's everybody good. get a therapist that's a good piece of advice um so I feel like you've sort of like conquered like in Everything. the indie space. Like <laughs> yeah. you've done you've done so many indie films in such a short time. You're doing studio films now. You're doing the photograph, which yeah, is, yeah. We, just, we just had Stella Stella oh, on the podcast. I love her. She, she was so dope. Like she was so dope. She's so Ugh. chill. Yeah, she's so chill. Like, <laughs> she's so chill. She's living here with that nice hoodie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, wait, who do you who do you play 
playing the photograph. I play Lakeith's intern. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Lakeith is chill too. He's um, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's different. Yeah. <laughs> He's different. Um, and then you also have covers, which is also it's at Focus, Focus Features with yeah. uh, Tracy Ellis Focus Ross oh, and nice. uh, Dakota, Dakota Johnson. Johnson. Uh-huh. Um, is there anything else that you got that you have? Oh, then you're doing um, Aaron Sorkin's thing I just too, right? My God, look at you. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you you haven't done yet that you're you're sort of like wanting to tackle? I want to do sci-fi. Mm. That sounds no different for me. No, but like, no. I just like my, I grew up with my grandma. And all she watched was like. Um, like horror films and sci-fi really? movies. We watched like Freddy Krueger. We watched like... Oh, so you want to go know, genre. I want to go genre. Yeah, yeah. And we watched like Alien. And, you know, oh. and she's always like, ah, ah! <laughs> you know I mean? She's like, ah, oh, that's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> and so just like, I, I just want to like do a movie that she's going to be able to watch and, and not and that it's not so real. Yeah, she yeah. watched the stuff now and she's like, I don't like <laughs> I don't like my review. I don't like how they looked at you. <laughs> oh my god, I love that your grandma watch, loves horror movies. Like well, that's um, cool. So like, would you want like? Cause it comes out. It was kind of one. yeah. It was but, yeah. But you want kind of like straight slasher film, <laughs> like going into space. Like you want to yeah. run, run through the woods, screaming. You want to run through crying. the woods, scream. You want to be the. I want to be the. <laughs> I want to be the thing you're screaming from. <laughs> oh, you want to be like the killer, the J- like the Jason. Scream yeah, five. Like, yeah. I'm just curious to see what that is. Right. Like, How do you play? Yeah. How do you play That's that? Fun. It's actually very like good people unsee can't that unsee way. it. Yeah. That's why like, I was scared of this movie for that too. Yeah. I like, can do a rom com right. too. <laughs> Let them know I know how to love. Do a nice, do a nice little comedy. Right. Do a nice little rom com. A couple jokes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Wash that taste out of your mouth. <laughs> so we like to wrap up the interview with this thing we call the facts or the FAQs. Okay. They're sort of random questions. Right. Um, so right. I'm scared. So, <laughs> no, first of all, bad. I want to. Have you have you subscribed to any of these new? Um, I haven't described this Disney Plus. Yet. Disney Plus no. or okay. I love Disney, but I, I was like, that's. <laughs> Are you not planning on doing it? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Marvel will hire you. And they'll get <laughs> no, free oh Sorry. no! Apparently, Brie Larson had to play pay pay for her. <laughs> Ooh, there was a story good. about it. Captain Marvel. <laughs> she had to pay for her own account. But um, so what any uh, like any Netflix? These, or yeah. Or do, what is what's in your queue right now? Well, I got I have Hulu. Okay. okay. I have Netflix. Okay. Okay. I have HBO now. Okay. okay. What, what um, not what's go? Okay. <laughs> I don't know what the difference is. But, <laughs> but then <laughs> HBO Max is coming out. And, and, so and that's you got to and you actually got to get that one because yeah. they're not gonna be the same. Yeah. Thing. I subscribe. Like I still have cable, and apparently I subscribe to HBO. I have cable but too. Yeah. But apparently that I'm not gonna be able to get HBO Max because I have to. You have to pay for it separately. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but what are you what, watching yeah, right what's now? What's your cue? What's in my honestly sleep? <laughs> <laughs> the, the back of my eyelids. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I just finished Handmaid's Tale. I was late to Ooh, that. Ooh, that's good. Oh, there's yeah, one. That as long as you, as long as you saw. There's that. a hard watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the Black Lady um, sketch show. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we had Robin on there too. Yeah, we had Robin on. Yeah, yeah. you're. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else am I watching? Uh, that's about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. I, mean, I, 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 I need to catch up. With <laughs> uh, well, I started Barry. 
Yeah, Berry's good. Berry's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's a little triggering, good. though. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> how we look. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, we, I think I, I briefly talked to you this about before when I first met you, but would Tyler from Waves and Luce from Luce be friends? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think Luce would be, like, interesting. Yeah, interesting yeah. You are, that, that you are this young man. Yeah. And then I think Tyler would be like, bro, I don't want to be friends with you anyway. <laughs> I can see, definitely see them hanging in different crowds in like high oh, school. Yeah. Like they, probably, I, feel like, I feel like they would have this like love hate thing, like yeah, a friend yeah, yeah. of me type 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 relationship. They like grew up close, right? And then like <laughs> at some point, spread out. When there's, when, when it there's does seem ways. like they would be like the only two black guys in their high school or whatever, <laughs> and they would like be all kind of like, "Oh, you're the other one." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like Luce would have been like, "I'll protect the Sean, but you can have." Um, okay, so you're, you're we talked about your your musician, right? You put mm-hmm. you play um, you play multiple all this yeah all these instruments. Um, <laughs> if you were if you were to leave acting and focus on music, what kind of album would you create, and who would you want to collaborate Ooh. with? Yeah. Beyonce. <laughs> I love her. Yeah, I mean, who, who doesn't? doesn't? If he didn't, we would have to cancel this podcast. <laughs> oh, wow. Don't worry. Like, I love her. The beehive. Oh, don't yeah. come for him. He I said he loves. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm buzzing. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. I'll probably do some like weird, like contemporary jazz, mm. but like, um, like a FKA Twigs. Kind yeah, of thing. that yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah. Uh, um, or like, what's his name? Got his name. Never mind. Okay, so, <laughs> well, so who would you want to collaborate with, though? Or I don't. I probably, probably like Frank. Mm. I love Frank. Okay. I, mean, I don't know if Frank would like me back. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that'd be cool. Okay. Um. Okay. So, since it's award season, uh, have you seen any award season's films, and which ones are you rooting for, besides your own? <laughs> Trap. <laughs> no, I saw Marriage Story at Tell You Ride. I mm. love that movie. Mm. I mean, I just think Adam Driver is so good. Right? That's what we were talking about. That's, 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 that's his movie. That is like his, his movie. movie. Like, yeah. How, yeah, how are you going to go from Kylo Ren to playing the <laughs> <Right>? Jose? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The dude just transforms. But he's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, I mean, everybody's great. Laura Dern is great in it. Oh, my God. Laura Dern is hilarious. She is so funny. And we were talking about it's like her character in um, yeah, Big Little Lies. But it's like toned down. Right. But she reads these people. Yeah. That's the funny thing about her performance. She has the biggest smile on her face, but she's like literally like. She's like stinging you. Right, right. It's so good. Yeah, I like it. What else did I see? Well, you have time still. Yeah. I still have time. It's still important. Oh, yeah. Jojo Rabbit. Oh, I did see Jojo Rabbit. That one's fun. You like that That one? That little boy, then that well, little boy the, the lead the lead boy is really good, but the friend Oh that little boy is hilarious. <laughs> JJ <laughs> He's just all nonchalant about yeah. it. Like, We're at war. He makes it look so easy. Yes. <laughs> he's like pushing the wheelbarrow yeah, like, oh. little thing. I haven't seen it yet. So I can't I can't contribute. Um would you rather give up all drinks except for water or give up eating anything that was cooked in an oven? I like stuff that's cooked in an oven. No. Oh, <laughs> would, you, would, would you rather? Would you rather give up? Yeah. Would you rather give up all drinks except for water? Oh, or you have... give up oven-made meals? Yeah, I would give up. Give up every, drinks. Okay. I could. I could survive. I drank mostly water anyway. Okay. Okay. Well, well that yeah, was a weird yeah, question. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 since oh, I want to talk about New Orleans food. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. We always talk about food. 
<laughs> what do you what do you want to talk about oh so uh oh, is there like a like a like a like a cajun restaurant in la that you like sorry i keep burping yeah. that's okay <laughs> that's we're okay. natural um i don't know i went to this one spot i forgot it's downtown i don't know mm. what it's called but i had a shrimp po' boy it was fine okay, okay. it was fine Okay, it was and fine. you know it's not New Orleans, but it's fine, and that's mm-hmm. that's the best I got for here. Oh, really? <laughs> okay, that well, but that's okay. I'll, well, we're both from Texas, so yeah. I, I I mean like we're close enough. I mean, have y'all been in New Orleans? I, I, I was been. just in New Orleans for Essence. Okay, so yeah. Did you eat? Yeah. <laughs> what did what? I ate gumbo? It was good. Well, and from I, where? I don't remember. It was a place by my hotel. Sometimes they be too thick. Okay. I, you, know, thick I, you know, I don't know the difference. Did you like the gumbo? I, I thought it was fine. See, if like, you thought it was fine, it wasn't yeah, good. Yeah, I liked it, but I didn't, I wasn't like, it, I didn't love it. Y'all got to yeah. my house. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, yeah. Wait, do you, do you cook? Do I don't you cook. cook. <laughs> <laughs> but my mom cooked. Lisa oh, cooks. yes. Okay. No, it's like, oh, I always look for a good crawfish boil, mm. which you can't really get here. Here, no. I mean, they have like boiling crab and shit, but I don't I've like I mean, I've been. I was like, oh, whatever. Have you been to Crab Queen? Queens? What's Crab Queen? No. That sounds shady. So, it sounds so like you know that you know that there's a, there's a, that, that guy on Instagram that like dresses up as a, a female and like has the big lips. I can't remember his name on Instagram. Wait, the no. <laughs> is that his name? He like he does all he does all. Is he like a, a influencer? Yeah, a he's, a, he's an influencer. He he like I had to look him up, but he opened a restaurant. He opened it in different places oh, actually wow. in downtown Crab Queens. Apparently, crab it's queens? like you you got to get there earlier. You're not. It's like a li- it's like a line. Okay. So. Crab Queens. Crab I don't queen. know about that title. Yeah, yeah. Crab, I think it's K K R. Oh, yeah. to make it, it a little yeah, bit yeah, more yeah. street. <laughs> 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 but I do like being because you can't really find just the crawfish boy where you put na- newspaper on the table, dump out yeah, all this shit with the shit with a potato. You could do. Yeah. I'm not right. trying to figure out what this boy. You could do it at his the place sausage. too. Yeah, crab that's queens. all you need. Have so, you heard of crab queens? Crab queens. I you know I just think of someone with crabs. Wow. Sounds. Foul, but I'll go. Okay. Okay. So our final question is: Is there an underrepresented voice in the industry, whether it's like a storyteller, actor, writer, producer, that is not in the mainstream that you want to give shine to and Ooh. like give a shout out to? And you know, you can give more than one, but we know there's a lot out there. Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, I feel like this answer is boring, but I want to see more of what J.C. Lee has to do. I okay. Mean, his, that script is so smart, and he's so fascinating, and it's also such a huge departure from, like, who J.C. Lee is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I just want to, I think he's such a great writer, and I, I just want to, I want him to write more scripts. Well, that's good. That's a good He wrote thing. Loose. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, but yeah, that, that script. Yeah. Yeah, that whole movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, the guy's name is Blame It On K. Have y'all heard of him? Oh, what? Yeah, yep. yeah. Blame he, he's Wait, the one. Wait, is that K? Wait, let me it's see. It's this guy. Oh, that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one that opened Crap. With like um, Lala Scissorhands. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, she's yeah. Like Lala Milan Some, now. No, no. Oh, yeah, Milan. That's how, because yeah. she's, I think she, you know, she's getting into she's acting now. <laughs> so she Wait, Lala? The one that was on Boomerang. Mm-hmm. The, the, oh, the thing. oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm thinking about another one. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for this. Sorry, <laughs> we got that, That's a great way to end I know, right? on Crab Queens. <laughs> on Crab Queens. That's an unsung hero. What's his name? Blame <laughs> Blame it on the rain. What's Blame it name? on the K. Blame it on the K. Blame it on K. Something like that. Uh, but anyways, thank name. you so much for being here. <laughs> well, Kelvin, yeah, like, more. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much yeah. for joining us. Watch Loose Waves. Give it and love, everyone. The other three or four films that he's in. <laughs> <laughs> he's in this. And then the, the or five. Or even go back and watch Ender's Game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you may catch me there. With the big ears. <laughs> cool, yes. Kelvin. Thanks. Thank you. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.